Hi, Kevin Horgan here, our Culture Inchoate. This is on the first track on our Culture Unformed. This is episode 46 on the 24th of November in the year of our Lord, 2020. Um, the title of this is, What Does Trump Do Now? And What Does Biden Do Now? It's all but over except the uh, screaming and wailing and moaning and gnashing of teeth. I don't think anyone's really surprised at this point. Uh, can't even really say you're disappointed. I think some people are going to be happy to look at uh, Mr. Trump walking away. But there's there's several things you have to do. Is We have to consider whether we're really happy to see Mr. Biden walking towards us. And that is questionable right now. So what does Trump do? Um, first, it's still a couple weeks before the Electoral College meets, and when that happens, it is a done-done deal. Um, and whether or not he gives a concession, he's out. But the mathematical anomalies on the voting patterns are pretty striking, and the whiff of fraud is plenty, and something that seriously must be addressed in the near future, uh, because it is plausible. The the stink that it leaves going forward uh, and going into the Biden administration, uh, if it's not profound, it will certainly always be there. And uh, and then look at what does Biden do? I, I think one of the interesting things that Biden doesn't do is Hillary is still on the outside looking in. Uh, she's like the kid who was uh, feted at the last party a few years ago, and she can't even get invited to help decorate for the new party, uh, which is uh, probably the best thing that Trump ever gave us. But then again, go back to what does Trump do? Can he be gracious? Is he actually capable of that? Uh, I'm not really sure on a personal level whether he can be. The the problem is that uh, he has shown to gain some traction of at least being sympathetic just by not talking for the last couple of weeks, which is interesting in and of itself. And then back to Biden, will the stain of the election, and there is a stain, even though he, he won, um, the allegations, uh, they'll be like the Russian farce. Will they continue to stink up the Democrats, and particularly Biden's uh, victory? It's uh, possible. The, um, and then back to Trump, uh, well, how does Trump deal with, and this has been all over the media, uh, being continuously called the racist, which, which you know, since everybody's a racist, doesn't mean anything. But how does anyone explain the Republican gains and Trump's gains in the African-American and Hispanic communities' voting patterns, which both uh, the African-American almost doubled uh, and the Hispanic community is a fully a third uh, voted Republican, whether it was for Trump or not. That's hard to explain. Now, Biden won essentially as the anti-Trump, and deservedly so. But there is a certain lack of enthusiasm uh, for him specifically. Everyone's enthusiastic to watch uh, Trump leave the stage, at least for the time being. But there's not the same enthusiasm as was had for Mr. Obama or Mr. Trump when they were elected in 08 and 16, respectively. So that's interesting. So what do they do? I think the only thing that Trump can do now, and he, he can have his cabinet ministers do some administrative things, but the big thing that Trump do does, excuse me, is he issues pardons. Now, he's not going to wait 
till uh, the day before inauguration. He's going to do this before Christmas Eve because he's that's kind of his big splashy thing. Uh, he has a certain magnanimous flair that he likes to trumpet, and I don't blame him at all. But watch the pardons that come down. They are going to be huge, and the left's heads will absolutely explode on it. And then watch what Biden does with his cabinet. He's already started. He has uh, old guard member John Kerry at 76 years old, and I'm not saying that's a liability at all, uh, in charge of his climate change, uh, calling him a czar, which I think, I, I, I think that term is repugnant and should not be used by Americans, but that's beside the point. But I think you're going to find that he puts in his cabinet quickly uh, some never-Trumpers, at least one, and at least one rhino, and there'll be people that have been approved for high-level office in the past, I don't think McConnell's going to stand in the way of anything, uh, it, assuming the Republicans uh, maintain the Senate. But I don't think they're going to uh, block any appointments for a high-level position for Biden. That's, uh, that should not be done. Uh, and, and, and then we go back to the Republican agenda in and of itself. All right? The Republican agenda is essentially not very polarizing. Uh, not everybody's 100% on board, even in the Republican ranks, but... The agenda itself was not that polarizing, and that's why all the down-ticket Republicans won. But Trump is polarizing uh, in his own special fashion, and, and that's what turned people off, and that's why he lost. Now, Biden himself is not very polarizing. He's actually kind of well-liked, and uh, he has a, uh, a, he's been a survivor, and to do that, you have to be able to talk out of both sides of your mouth, certainly for half a century in Washington. And now he's got the top job. But the agenda of the left is very polarizing. And people know that. I think even Biden knows that. So there is a raw distinction between the two camps right now. And the last thing I wanted to mention is um, Biden has already said that he's coming to Georgia. He's coming to Georgia. He's going to campaign for the two candidates in Georgia and try to flip the Senate. And he'll be welcome to come here, I'm sure. But does Donald Trump now come to Georgia? And does Donald Trump now campaign for the two Republican candidates? I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know if he'll get invited. I don't know if he will be on the outside looking in. The kid who the party was all about just a couple of weeks ago. And he can't even get invited to decorate now. We'll see. Good times, huh? Peace out.